I mean, I think for me, um, and, and it started back with my parents' business, I kind of saw how they could develop a community and kind of through business, like make positive change, bring community together, um, impact people's lives. And, and even I was working in real estate before this a little bit. And for me, that was always the coolest part is seeing you can help people with such a big decision in their life and see how much it impacts them. And I think that this has shares that that same thing. We get testimonials from people all the time, people reaching out with emails, um, talking about how much this has transformed their life. One woman that we met at Cambridge Naturals, she was like, oh, I didn't used to be able to run outside. I am going to be able to dance at a wedding. And, and just hearing that feedback is so powerful and it just kind of makes the whole process worthwhile. Welcome to the Eat Green, Make Green podcast. I'm your host, Pat McCauley. This podcast is all about celebrating the lives of those who have adopted a plant-based or vegan lifestyle and how it has positively impacted their health, relationships, outlook on life, and so much more. For more episodes and information about the benefits of living a plant-based or vegan lifestyle, visit eatgreenmakegreen.com. This week's episode is sponsored by Plant Fit Summit 2017. So when I was over in Singapore a few months back, I met an amazing dude named Luke Tan, uh, a CrossFit athlete over there, uh, just a total beast. Uh, he was a previous guest on the podcast. I interviewed him when I was over there, uh, episode number nine, if you want to go check it out. But at the time, he told me about this uh, summit he was planning that he called Plant Fit Summit, um, and he was putting it together and traveling all over the place and, and tracking down top doctors, top nutritionists, uh, top athletes um, all over the world that uh, live plant-based lifestyles, and there's a, there's a total of 33 guests that he interviews, and they're just all incredible uh, you know, experts in their field and very influential people uh, for U.S. citizens, uh, names you'll recognize like uh, Dr. Neil Bernard uh, and, and Rip Esselstyn, uh, the founder of Engine 2, um, all kinds of people, um, all kinds of different stories, um, you know, whether it's somebody overcoming heart disease, diabetes, and, or cancer through plant-based living, um, or, or, you know, somebody who lost 300 pounds with a plant-based diet, all kinds of amazing stories. There's even one story that stood out. Uh, there's a lady uh, interviewed on the summit that she was given a few months to live after a cancer diagnosis, uh, you know, changed her way of living, and now she's in her 60s. And she literally just ran 366 marathons in 366 days. Uh, so just incredible uh, stories. And literally the summit uh, answers every possible question you can have about health and wellness. Uh, it covers all aspects from what should you be eating? What should you be doing for exercise? Um, you know, mental wellness, just every area uh, Luke just did an incredible job kind of, uh, covering all the bases with it. Uh, it starts on September 1st. Uh, it goes through, uh, September 10th. Um, it, I just highly recommend it. Um, if you're looking for information on kind of what to do to live your best life and make sure you're around for the ones you love and, and all that good stuff. The link to sign up is bit.ly slash EGMG summit. That's bit, B-I-T, 
dot L-Y slash E-G-M-G-S-U-M-M-I-T. I'll also leave the link in the show notes on my website, uh, and I highly recommend you check it out. One more thing before I give the intro, I'm riding in the Pam Mass Challenge this year. It's a 200-mile bike ride across the state of Massachusetts in support of Dana-Farber, which is cancer research and cancer treatment. In particular, I'm riding for all the children out there that have been diagnosed with cancer or are living with or, or fighting cancer. Uh, I tr- I'm trying to raise $10,000 uh, in support of Dana-Farber. Uh, the link to uh, donate uh, to my personal donation page is pmc.org slash pm0329. I'll also leave that link in the show notes. Uh, every bit helps, uh, and I appreciate the support. On this week's episode of the Eat Green, Make Green podcast, I sit down with Alfred Schofield and Cameron Fisher. They're the founders of a Boston-based supplement company called Vital Fit Nutrition. I connected with Cam and Alfred through a mutual friend, and when I heard about their line of all plant-based supplements, I was pretty interested to, to hear more. Not only do I love startups, but the whole kind of plant-based uh, supplements thing kind of caught my eye. I personally am not a supplement guy at all. Uh, I, I don't trust, you know, where supplements come from, the businesses behind them, and I just think going to kind of the whole food is better um, than taking things in supplement form. Uh, but I, I was told that they do things a little bit differently and, uh, I was excited to get them on the podcast. Uh, we connected for a, a beer a couple weeks ago and they're just amazing guys. So, uh, I was, I was excited to chat with them. So we talk about, um, first of all, how they connected, how they kind of decided on jumping into the supplement business. We talk about the shortcomings and, and lack of transparency uh, with you know the most of the companies in the industry. Um, how they went from just the idea that they wanted to start a supplement company to actually having a product and a business. Um, they're very interesting approach to how they create their products. So what's really cool is instead of just creating like a pre-workout product or creating a recovery product, they actually go, they spend time with uh, uh, cycling teachers, uh, you know, fitness class teachers, people in the industry and find out what they want, what they don't like about kind of the current supplements they're taking or the, or the supplements they've tried. And they work with them to create a product, to, um, you know, create a recipe for a product. So it's kind of flipping kind of the whole... Uh, you know, just make any product and, sh- and sell it. Uh, instead, they go, they find out what there's a need for and spend time with the end customer and then cater the product to them, which is really cool, really interesting way of going about it. Um, and uh, the extent to which they go out of their way to create the best products they can. I mean, their supply chain right now, obviously, they're working to improve it, but uh, just they just so, totally go out of their way to from getting like the best for their first product, getting the best cherries from from um, you know Michigan, I think it's Michigan, and then you know shipping it to where it's bottled in Florida, and it literally just goes all across the country just because they want the best um, instead of going the traditional route of just using you know, a one-stop shop uh, where they can't control exactly what goes into it. 
Um, so really interesting way of go, going about it. This is a really awesome episode for those interested in entrepreneurship. Um, it, it's entrepreneurship heavy. Uh, it's not a ton um, about plant-based and kind of veganism like most of the previous episodes. So um, very much entrepreneurship focused, a uh, really cool episode. Um, and, and Alfred and Cam are just such great guys and, and what they're doing with vital fit is really, uh, disruptive, uh, for the industry, I think. And, uh, it's inspiring how far they've got. And I just know that these guys are going to succeed with what they're doing. And, uh, I, it even may, uh, interest me in taking some supplements after sitting with them. I would take these supplements. That's how, and you guys know how crazy I am about what I put in my body. Um, but I totally, uh, am behind these guys. So without further ado, the vital fit duo, Alfred and Cam. All right. I got Alfred Schofield and Cameron Fisher back in the house so this is <laughs> this is the second time we've gotten together uh we got together last week uh at the boston library to do this and uh you know we were 50 minutes in like literally an hour of just kick-ass content and uh in my computer i got the spinning wheel of death and uh and we totally lost it <laughs> but uh you know, and we were we were joking. Uh, you guys joked about failing fast, and we yeah. totally failed fast. <laughs> <laughs> but it was also uh, just kind of a kind of a cool little um, metaphor for entrepreneurship, and just like you know, sometimes things don't work out, and you just gotta you know adjust and, and get back at it. But anyway, uh, so these guys are the founders of uh, Vital Fit Nutrition Startup uh, in Boston. Uh, they're doing some awesome plant-based supplements. Um, and we're going to get into all of that, but, uh, before we do so, um, for, uh, again, for me, <laughs> but, uh, to the listeners, uh, you guys want to each kind of give your, give your backgrounds, give your story on, you know, where you grew up, how you, how you got to meeting each other and, and where we are now. Yeah. So it's, well, second time's a charm. I feel like we'll be able to, you know, our answer could be a little bit better this time. I'm hoping it is, but, uh, so for everyone listening, I'm Cameron, um, co-founder, Alfred's my partner, <laughs> but uh, we didn't meet and start this business until May of last year, and before that, um, I don't think either of us had any idea we'd be going into the fitness industry, health industry, let alone the supplement industry, um, just kind of all came, came about. So for me, I grew up, in, I'm a city kid, I grew up in New York City, um, went to school in Philadelphia, when I was studying political science there, thinking I was going to be a lawyer. Um, and towards the end of my undergraduate career, I, I kind of decided that I, you know, tired of just reading and writing and kind of doing all these things that support things. I, you know, I had an internship with a law firm and I was thinking, you know, maybe, you know, I would really like to kind of be more part of the actual building process of something. Um, and that, that prompted me to look for a graduate school program. Um, my sister was going to Babson College great entrepreneurship school. I saw they had a one-year master's um, in entrepreneurship, and, and that's what I applied for, and I got in. Um, I guess a little bit of other background. My parents, they're preventative health medicine specialists. Um, they run a private practice in New York, specializing in preventative health medicine, but also alternative medicine, um, some naturopathic processes, if you will, as well. Um, and so growing up, I was always exposed to 
safe supplementation. Um, you know, I can't go home to this day without getting pricked by a needle, blood test, figuring out what I'm deficient in, you know, <laughs> having my parents, you know, optimize my health. And, uh, but I didn't really start taking that seriously until, you know, maybe the past year and a half, kind of when I went, uh, started at Babson. Before that, I guess, you know, my way of rebelling against my parents was to uh, <laughs> go to GNC and, and listen, listen to the people who don't know what they're talking about um, yeah. in order to buy, buy products Load up there. on some C4 and hit the gym. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, so that, that, was, that was me. That's what I did. And um, this program, I guess, like, you know, Alpha can kind of talk more to, you know, how we get started, uh, went down this path, but that, that was the, the motivation <coughs> there. Um, the program Entrepreneurship, we had to work on our own concept. And, uh, you know, just thinking about problems I was having was kind of this rebelling thing, being a young kid in college, getting out there with my friends, going to the gym for the first time, not knowing what I'm doing, listening to commission sales clerks like they're, you know, they're God, and, and just buying whatever crap there is. Lack of education for these kids, super big problem. You know, let's come up with a, a concept to fix it. And yeah. I guess you can shed a lot more light into that. Yeah, so um, I guess I'll just start by covering kind of who I am and yeah. where I grew up and everything. Um, so I grew up on Cape Cod. Um, I grew up playing a lot of sports, constantly kind of involved in, in everything in the town. And I guess like for me, a lot changed um, when my parents, they bought a small business, um, a general store on the Cape. Everything's kind of seasonal. So it was mainly focused on the summer. Um, and it was a local small business, family business. Um, and so we ran that, my parents always joke they bought it at the, the worst possible time. They bought it like three months before the recession hit. Um, this is 2008? Yeah, yeah, in 2008. So I was right around eighth grade, I think, maybe seventh grade. Um, but so I started kind of getting involved in the business. Um, we renovated, it was a historic building. So we started the process from scratch kind of renovating the building, bringing it back to some of its former life, and then going about building the business back up and kind of being a staple in the local community. And I kind of, my parents had other jobs at the time too, they still do. Um, and so I had to take kind of a pretty big leadership role and they empowered me throughout the whole process. And I think that just like through that process and running the business, I, I just knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Mm that just kind of light bulb switched in my head and I, and I was like, this is what I want to do. Um, and so I went to college at UMass Amherst, studied business management there. And kind of as I graduated, I was looking at jobs and applying to jobs like everyone does. And I just reached this turning point where I was like, I just don't want to do this. This isn't what I'm passionate about. And so I decided to further my education. I wanted to make sure if I am going to be an entrepreneur, I want to have as much knowledge as possible. I want to really um, understand how to be successful because so many businesses do fail. So I went to Babson College, kind of same realization Cam had, and we were studying our master's degree there. Um, prior to that, I had always thought I wanted to be in real estate. I really liked a lot of the aspects of the real estate field, and I think there are a lot of kind of parallels and really in entrepreneurship, no matter what, I'm sure you know this too, like, no matter what you're doing, it's pretty much the same um, yeah. at the end of the day. And so Cam gave this presentation at Babson, the way our program was structured, we spent the first half doing kind of a mock problem. And then the second half, they let us pitch our own ideas and, and work on our own projects, essentially a thesis for yeah. entrepreneurship. So school. it's, it's one mm -hmm. year program mm -hmm. and basically 
the whole the, the whole program is to come up with a business or a kind of a hypothetical business and right. that's more or less it and just go through the process of yeah. kind of starting a business. Yeah, so I mean we started with we started from scratch. So with the the field research, um, everything started with a rocket pitch. So Cam gave a rocket pitch talking about a lot of things that he mentioned just now. Um, the ills of the supplement industry. It's it really all starts with finding that problem space yeah. and finding a way to address the problem that's on the market. And so I think really early we identified that problem, and, and we know it's something that a lot of people deal with. Um, but then it really came time to figure out how do we how do we go about solving this problem? Yeah. And um, I think it was it was really funny for us because it was during class project it was it was hypothetical and so we spent all the time doing all the research um building up kind of our brand identity and everything and then when we graduated we kind of reached this point where we we're like okay it's real now and now we need <laughs> now we need to find some products yeah, um, yeah. To back so up you have this, you have this kind of <laughs> like hypothetical supplement business and you really don't like you don't have any products you don't know like kind of the direction you're going more I or guess less like a little bit more like this just like to understand you just know the how, problem yourself how yeah. the program is set up it's like yeah. the first semester they teach you the entrepreneurial process through yeah. a problem that they give you or you know the professors and so you you know you learn how to identify a problem and then you know and that goes from you know observing very objectively kind of doing some very objective interviews you know the idea being you know don't make a decision unless you know you know exactly what what the context is and you know what the actual problem driven. is yeah um, and and so they walk you through the process and by the end of the semester everyone you know in the class was broken up into teams all solving the same problem but came up with different solutions and you pitched it. Then came um, you know our time to pitch a product, and I think you know we joke all the time. Definitely not a good idea. The one that I not pitched, good. Not, <laughs> not good. <laughs> the, the cause was noble, I suppose. Yeah. But so so what, what was your original idea? Not to get hung up on. Yeah. It, well, we'll so, I mean, just yeah. go. We'll say I think like the it original idea. The the problem that we're solving is the same, um, in, with a different group of people. But so the original idea was to hire or was to create a network of mobile pop-up shops on college campuses and work with pre-med and nutrition students to essentially put together custom safe supplementation plans for kids on their way to the gym. Um, You know, be able to kind of, you know, give someone some form of of consultation, um, help them make a more informed decision, and then, of course, you know, be able to monitor the actual products that they're getting from, like, a quality assurance standpoint. Yeah. And... You know, so we we went through the the whole semester. Um, well, actually, we didn't even because we weren't yeah. on the same team. Alfred and I were just good <laughs> friends. Yeah. But uh, Alfred was off pitching something else. He was pitching. Yeah, something I got else. assigned to a different project, and so Cam and I were just kind of. I mean, we were tight throughout the whole program, and we would just kind of spend nights brainstorming and talking about it. And we kind of started working off curriculum, if you will, and and creating this own vision for ourselves and. Cam, Cam got a lot of useful coursework out of me, I think, during that yeah. process. But, um, but we ended up kind of taking, taking it separately and started working on it independently of the program and kind of meshing the two together. Right. Yeah. I think what's really cool, I mean, so like I said, like the problem that we're doing is really solving this education, the supplement education problem for college kids. And granted, like, that's not what we're doing right now. We're not, you know, the the concept isn't the same, but the problem is still there. It comes down to kind of like the education side of of just informing people about the products they're taking. um, Yeah, and And, and to like piggyback on on the problem because we'll talk about it later, but 
Like the bigger problem is nobody knows what the hell is in the supplements they're taking. They don't know where the ingredients are coming from. There's just a major lack of transparency, uh, a lack of, of good quality products. Out yeah. There. yeah, I mean, and I would even say, sorry, but I, yeah. I, I would even say that like the industry is getting so much better. I mean, this is like a problem that a lot of people see and it's, it's becoming commonplace for you know companies to be as transparent as possible i think like that's something that we see all the time it's like it's not enough to just be transparent and have good products because yeah. it's true like you know the industry is is in some ways self-regulating i think now the new issue that comes with that is how many products there are how much information there is and how to really synthesize that information mm. um and and kind of help people navigate those waters of yeah. just you know Good products, bad products, too many products, too many different opinions. Yeah. Everyone, you know, has too many influencers, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's that's where so, we are. Now. So you guys link up, you're kind of both on board for this this supplement company. I mean, how do how do we actually go from the, the concept and the supplement company to you know having a product? Talk yeah. to us about that the whole Yeah, so I mean experience. I think that um, so we're almost a year in now, and there is a lot of learning going back to your, you, like, if you're going to fail, fail fast, you got to, you make your mistakes. And so kind of when we graduated, we were like, okay, we need to be a product company because as we were just talking about, the products didn't necessarily exist. Um, kind of aggregating that information wasn't enough. We thought we need to be in the field. We need to be, take these insights and make something for people out of that. And um, one of the key learnings that, that we saw right away was the boom of the fitness studio industry, um, the way consumers' tastes were changing. And so we thought, okay, we need to start by making products for this demographic. That's a big thing that we need to do. And so we started kind of trying to understand those, those workouts more, what people were looking for. Um, and that started by kind of becoming entrenched in the community yeah. and working with the, the fitness studios, the instructors, the trainers, um, to help us kind of create solutions. And so on the flip side of that, the way the industry works is it's kind of, you have one path or another. So there's the private labeling path, and then there's the totally custom product path. And when we first started looking for products, we thought that we could do it by private labeling. Um, for anyone that's not familiar, private labeling is basically companies, um, they mass produce different vitamins and supplements. Um, more standardized options, something that's applicable to large groups of people. Yeah. And then they, you kind of design a label and, and work with them and, and they put your label on a product. Yeah. But so it's, it's not, ultimately it's operation. not, yeah, it's a turnkey operation, yeah. but ultimately it's not really a differentiated product. It's not something that, that is yours. It's something that yeah. your label is so on. To, so to clarify that, like... <clears throat> Basically, these companies will bang out a bunch of, you know, vitamin D, just kind of mm -hmm. standard vitamin D. And then you come to them with your packaging, your labeling, they throw the vitamin D in there and, and you know, yeah, a you, lot you of sell it. So a lot of like, a lot of the vitamin D you buy, like on the market, whether it's no matter what the price, a lot of them are coming from like, they're, they're all the same. It's all branding. Us. Yeah. It's, it's all, all branding. It's all just but branding. With that said, it's like, you know, for us... I mean, before we really even identified, like, let's go into studio, like, let's make a really collaborative, inclusive supplement company. It's like, all right, well, how, how do people do this in general? You know, how would we even go about getting products? And like Alfred was saying, you know, you have the private label and you have the custom products. One is 
a lot more expensive and a lot more hoops to jump through than the other. And Which that, is that's the private, the, obviously. No, well, that's the custom. That's yeah, the custom. That's the custom. custom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, you know, when you're, a, you know, two kids that just got out of college or, you know, grad school and you're like, well, how do we get products without funding, without any of this, you know, the natural path yeah. is, to, is to go private labeling yeah. first. Yeah. And, and we, that's where we even identified a lot more of the, the issues cheapest, that the were happening. Yeah. Um, I mean, there must, so I guess, what would you say? There's probably like 15 to 20, like real big private labelers in the country. And then yeah. a ton more like smaller ones after that. And they all have the same products as you were saying. Some of them have slightly different, differentiated yeah. formulas. Um, but, you know. So, so you guys are calling these guys up, like trying to figure stuff out? Yeah, so we're going through the process. And I mean, even from the start, we, we knew we don't want to get it from just a sleazy private labeling company. I, we're not trying to necessarily bash private labeling industry as a whole. There's a lot of really great private label companies that are producing yeah. really high quality supplements like the ones but, we found. yeah like the one and we found some good ones but ultimately what we realized for our brand is we couldn't different we couldn't differentiate enough um and the bigger problem with private labeling too is that if you don't have all aspects of the supply chain under your control ultimately you're controlled by by someone else yeah, you don't know, um, you don't know what's going into the and so the yeah and even even if you are sourcing from a company with a great reputation and everything there's no story to the products mm. because you don't know even if they're sourcing high-grade supplements you don't know what everything looks like you don't know where they're getting them from everything that goes into to what you're producing and we thought that was a problem we wanted to create a product that had a story that resonated with people that something that was really unique and, and special and yeah. I mean, that was so important for us. We, I think like when we first, and the other thing that we learned, um, and this was something we knew at school and kind of you talk, had to make those mistakes, is we started with way too many products. So we, since private labeling is so easy, we started with like 15 different products. Mm. And you covered all your bases. I mean, by, yeah. you know, your yeah. vitamin D, so yeah. you guys started with like this whole We lot. created a whole product suite. And mm. the problem with that was just, it was too hard to, Cam talks about having to cut through all the nonsense and, and the mess. Trying to explain to people why we had all these different products was, it was too hard. It, it, people wanted just one thing. They wanted to be able to understand what our product was and what our brand stood for. And we realized we needed to simplify and we yeah. needed to make something that we really believed in that was truly ours. Um, and so we made that classic entrepreneurial pivot. Um, that was probably about three to four months in. And um, so the custom, the custom route is admittedly just so much harder. Um, yeah. And the other thing that kind of is unfortunate about the way the industry works is that private labeling is so accessible. You can start with such small volumes, and that's why so many people do start there. But with the custom routes, everyone wants to do things with through 10,000 yeah. units. And so, I mean, at grad school, we always learned you have to be lean. You have to control your inventories as much as possible. You don't want any upfront costs. And so we had this constant back and forth of, we know these things that we learned, but also we have to take what's realistic in the real world and mm. kind of balance the two. Um, and so we started just, just back to square one. We, we pivoted, we said, okay, let's create something that's really differentiated. Let's just pull all these insights that we've gotten from our kind of our learnings from the community and start from square one and just find one awesome, awesome product. Yeah, so not to cut you off, but Something like I want to make clear that I think is what makes you guys very different and, and makes it like really cool is that 
you guys went into the community. You went to, you know, spin instructors, to whatever type of instructors, and you spent time with them and asked them what they wanted versus you guys going out, making some supplement, and then selling to them. You first went, went to them, understood what they want, and then built your product from there, which I think is something... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we that's just wanted to flip the approach on the head. Like, yeah. we saw the the standard way people do the supplements, supplements and, and this is kind of a, a reaction to how the industry operates, is people will create something, say it's a proprietary blend, pitch it as the next big thing, introduce a multi-level marketing scheme, have a huge marketing budget, and it just becomes an ROI equation. How cheaply can we acquire new customers? and how fast can we scale this and yeah. we just thought that's a huge problem because then you're not creating products for a need you're just creating products that can sell and and if the supplement industry works like that it's just eternally flawed because ultimately these are things that people are putting in their body we shouldn't yeah. be pitching something some we shouldn't be pitching someone on something we should be creating something for the need and something that people actually want to be putting in yeah. their body There's yeah no so you, reason to do it all yeah. on our own you know the idea of just you know make a product and then push a product is how can you build a, a brand that has you know a long-term loyal user base and yeah. you know, that you that you know and, and you heard it in the first place it's like you know we couldn't feel proud of private labeling products because they weren't our own you know how could we you know yeah we needed a brand that we could be proud of and uh, i think that that you know requires going through all the longer taking the longer route but making that kind of like the connections yeah. and working with all the people to really make a, an impactful company yeah so you guys pivot you decide to simplify um how do we how do you simplify how do you come up with you know you have kind of one one product right now and, and soon to be two but how do we get to that one product yeah it's a pretty funny <laughs> story actually um so it started kind of while all this was happening um in the summer we, we used to kind of play basketball at night after the long days. It was like a good way to de-stress, have some fun together. Um, and Cam is not much of a basketball player, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> um, so I was trying to, and our roommates too, we were all just kind of out having a fun time trying to teach Cam how to play basketball. And he was just always complaining about like being sore and hurting and we were like dude grow up man <laughs> what is wrong with you and i honestly thought it was just him being like dramatic because he's prone to that type of thing um, <laughs> and so i was always just like hazing him i guess like just being like get back out there man you got to get back on the court and finally uh, he went home one weekend just the pain was he was just constantly in pain and we found out he herniated a disc, and <laughs> I started to feel a little bad, I guess. Yeah. But <laughs> but uh, so, but that that's what happened. It's like, well, there I am, you know, 20, 24 years old, and herniating a disc, which I'm not even sure is possible for someone that's 24 years old. But it is, but it is. <laughs> but uh, you know, in the meantime, like, you know, what I, w I was just stocking up on ibuprofen, throwing them back like Skittles, you know, because it's, it's, I didn't know what else to do. Nothing else was helping me. Yeah. Obviously, I know ibuprofen's bad for you. You know, I hear yeah, all the yeah. stuff. But you know it's all I had at the time eventually you know I you know I call up my parents I'm like so I'm taking all this ibuprofen really you know need some help with kind of like the pain um and they recommend tart cherry juice to me I'm like okay doubt, yeah. doubt it's gonna work you know yeah. tart cherry These, juice my hippie parents yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which, which, not hit like I mean I can't even like definitely not like hippie doctors in any way yeah, like yeah, totally yeah. No, legit no, no, but like yeah. that's what I, I was definitely thinking yeah, that like okay exactly. You know, hippie solution. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, so they're telling me, 
super high, you know, anti-inflammatory profile. It's, you know, just think of it like an ibuprofen. It's definitely going to, you know, mm. just see what happens. So, I, you know, I go out and buy the juice. I'm drinking it, and, you know, the next day I can't believe how well it actually was working for me. Obviously, you know, I have a herniated disc. I'm not, you know, back at, at you know, full fighting capacity. But, uh, you know, the, the it was the pretty remarkable, like, just how relieved. much... Easy, you know, better I was feeling and how much <laughs> for the first time, like a couple of weeks, I was actually, you know, able to like get up in the morning without like, like wincing. Yeah. Um, and so I was, you know, that's how we kind of just like found like, oh shit, well, tart, tart cherry is pretty great. Yeah. Um, for, for getting, for recovery, I guess, you know, dealing with kind of just, you know, I'm thinking right then and there, I'm thinking, well, if this is, you know, from an injury perspective, I mean, I'm just also thinking, what about from, you know, your post-workout recovery and just dealing with soreness. But, uh, you know, eventually, I, you know, I kind of read the back of the label a little bit. And even though it's, you know, the pure, good tart cherry juice made from, you know, 100% tart cherries, ton of sugar. Yeah. Um, I mean, eight ounces, which is your typical serving, was like 24 grams of sugar. And I'm like, okay, well. You're still slugging juice. I'm still yeah. slugging yeah. juice. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm, out of, I'm out of commission. I can't really work out like I was before. And, you know, granted, like, this is better than taking ibuprofen, but uh, 24 grams of sugar isn't, you know, really that conducive to my lifestyle or, you know, what I want my lifestyle to be. Um, yeah. but I so, mean, I started looking at it, too, and I had, my brother is a type 1 diabetic, so um, I knew kind of, so it's like, all of the all of the carbohydrates are the sugars so especially if you're using it to complement a workout it's not something that's long lasting or powering your body in any way it's basically just like totally wasteful yeah. um and, and it doesn't have the fiber it doesn't have the other <clears throat> kind of things that yeah. help help you uh you know metabolize the sugar yeah and i mean just some other like problems with the juice that we noticed in time i mean um the other thing is that tart cherries have naturally occurring melatonin so a lot of people take them before they sleep so you're getting all those, all that sugar right before bed, yeah. um, which is also a disaster. And then kind of on the flip side of that too, um, I mean, tart cherries are great to treat inflammation, but sugar also creates inflammation. Yeah. So we kind of, as we started looking more into it, we realized as awesome as this solution is, it also has these kind of Achilles heels that yeah. maybe we can correct somehow. Yeah. But yeah. with that said, you know, we put it on the back burner because we weren't really at that point in the company where we're like, oh, well, this is going to be our product because yeah. we still wanted to go through that really collaborative process that we were talking yeah. about. And that would, you know, that's, let's, you know, this is cool. We'll put it down. We're still, you know, working on our other products and ideas. Like, you know, we're thinking maybe, you know, what's the most, what are people going to want the most? You know, what do I want the most? Probably, you know, natural stimulant free pre-workout, but you know, there's a ton of those on the market either way. You know, that was kind of where our head was at. But so we, we went to, we had, we went downtown. We yeah. found, uh, a studio that we were kind of just really attracted to from the beginning, which was uh, Bespoke in um, right in the financial district. Yep. And we started talking to all the instructors there. You know, we went in there and it's, you know, probably, uh, you know, tier one spin studio in Boston, beautiful space, awesome design. It's like, we're like, this is definitely where let's, let's do some research here. Yeah. And we started soliciting the help of, of the instructors there, you know, asking, you know, what are you looking for? Um, you know, what, what are the actual needs that are going down right now? Um, and a lot of it, you know, no, go figure, it came back to recovery. I mean, you have people teaching three or four classes a day, five, six times a week. It's like, well, you know, you're putting your bodies through hell. And then, you know, we realize that that's the extreme user. Um, yeah. And, you know, of course, you know, that might not be applicable to everyone, but at the same time, you know, in, in this you know, modern health and wellness industry, you know, people are working out every single day and they're, you know, the members of these places, you know, yeah. they're going every single day. Even if we're designing a product for the extreme user, it's, it's likely applicable for the person that they're 
they're instructing. Um, yeah. And and that a little light bulb went off for like, well, recovery, you know, obvious, you know, what's wrong with your current solutions? Protein shakes too calorie intensive, too heavy. You know, BCAA is great. You know, helping repair muscle but not dealing with the soreness. And that that's really what they meant by recovery was yeah. the soreness. Yeah. Um, and that's when we we're like, oh well, tart cherry, soreness, yeah. inflammation. You know, the antioxidant support. Like, you know, maybe there's something there. And that's yeah. that's where we're like. You so know. you see these instructors. They're complaining about like a, a good kind of recovery option that, you know, isn't going to like fill them up before like the next class or make them kind of feel bloated or whatever it is. And, you know, yeah. so you kind of, it, it kind of comes full circle back to this Tartcherry. Yeah. I mean, well, it was amazing. You know, in the we idea, found a lot of people yeah. just taking, I, I, you know, ibuprofen is the go-to still, you yeah. know, even, you know, just for your post-workout, you yeah. know, kind of deal with soreness was ibuprofen. Yeah. Um, it was, you know, it's it not was, good. Yeah. <laughs> so the yeah. tartary was just like, oh, well, let, let's try this out. You know, we got some juice and we had you yeah. know, some of the people drinking the juice. And, and of course, the same issues came up with, you know, the sugar, obviously, yeah. that's, that's the problem. But at the same time, you know, people were like, okay, well, that, that does actually work. So um, we, we decide on tartary. How do we make it happen? How do we make it happen and solve the Achilles heels? Yeah, so I mean, it's a pretty interesting story. Um, so I was talking to Cam's mom who, who runs a medical practice and she was like, you have to do research on this specific um, tartary juice, it's the best juice. And so I start kind of working through kind of the information and finally I'm able to, to find um, a tartary powder. And it's made in, in northern Michigan, Traverse City. I started doing my research. Traverse City is the cherry capital of <laughs> the U.S., which I didn't know. There was, they have a cherry festival every year. Nice. That's, yeah. that's how seriously they take year. their cherries. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, they have a, a dehydrated powder uh, that comes from a grow-owned co-op there. And, um, and, and it looks awesome. And then the next thing that, that we look into is there's actually science behind it. And yeah. that was kind of a big tenant of ours from day one is, um, I mean, a few of the things that we wanted to focus on, we wanted to be plant-based. Um, we wanted to, to have something that was all natural and we wanted things that if possible were made in the U S and at the very least we knew where exactly where they were sourced from and why they were sourced from there. Um, and so, so that it seemed like a great product and, and then we wanted it to be scientifically backed as well. And so the tartary powder that we used was actually studied in a, in a clinical study at Texas A&M University with endurance trained runners. Um, so they took one serving a day for 10 days um, just for kind of the continuity of the study yeah. and they had a 27 person test group and um, after the 10 days, they measured inflammatory markers in the blood, which were down 47% with the people taking the tart cherry powder. And muscle soreness was down 34%. And the runners that were taking the tart cherry were actually able to improve their baseline times by 13%. And this um, was based on running a half marathon. Based on running yeah. a half marathon. And so, so I think like at that point, after reading that study, we realized this is, this is it. Yeah, this and I've, I've, I've read a bunch of different things on Tartary too and everything certainly well yeah know. I mean that was so like I guess first like you know what what now the new problem we were solving it's like you know how do we get a Tartary that is you know that, that delivers all the benefits without the sugar without the calories so on and so forth and then how do we get a Tartary that is differentiated from other Tartaries on the market because certainly there's not just one powder yeah. on the market yeah. either um, and so you know that's where we came into a, you know 
what we learned about the private labeling industry. It's like, okay, so other people are making tart cherry products. You know, yeah. how can we make a super differentiated one? How can we find a super differentiated one? And so the one that you know we yeah. ended up going See, with is actually made from the skins of the tart cherries, and that's kind of what, yeah, that's what okay. really okay. that's the key. So it's 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 real. It's super potent. It's you know we, the. In the skins, like most other fruits, are where all the nutrients are. Um, yeah. And in tart cherries, are things called anthocyanins and polyphenols, and those are natural phytonutrients that that actually make the cherries red, but also give them a super potent anti-inflammatory, antioxidant content that's yeah. super easy for our body to absorb. And so, with this one capsule, we're like, okay, well, we found the equivalent of you know, single serving is is 17 ounces of tart cherry juice, minus the sugar, minus the calories. I mean, it was you know, like you know all systems go this is a great product um and it does have the study behind it and that was what was going to help us create a tart cherry product that is different than the other tart cherry products you know in your local store in the market um right now so so we find a, you know kick-ass cherry uh producer that's taking the skins making the powder in michigan you know u.s made which is awesome yeah so how do we get how do we get the powder to you know to the package that and that's where the, that's where the work began um that's the custom side of things. yeah that's the custom yeah. side of things so i mean um and then on on this production side of the supplement industry so anyone that's familiar with it it's largely unregulated um by the fda and so from day one going back to kind of everything about our company we wanted to only we wanted to be self-regulators and do everything as ethical and transparent as possible. And that started with, if there's no FDA regulation, what can we do? What can we have? Um, and so there are facilities, there's two big things we looked for, FDA registered facilities, so it's not just in the middle of nowhere and no one knows where it is. It's there telling the FDA, we're making supplements here, come check us out if you want. That's a big thing. Yeah. And then CGMP certified, so good manufacturing processes. So that's talking about the quality of the plant, the way they treat their workers, everything like that. And, and of course, like, you know, pro, uh, like quality testing. Quality testing, um, yeah. So everything, you know, we get with, with you know, the percentage of that this is, you know, what we say it is and so on and so forth. So. Yeah. yeah, so those were the big things we looked for. Finally, we were able to um, secure a facility that could do the encapsulation for us. Um, and then on the custom side of things, so we weren't able to have someone do the encapsulating and the bottling um, in and one facility and the label yeah. making all in one because the minimums were too high to have yeah. that done in one facility. So we actually had to have the, um, so we bought the bottle separately. We repurposed a cosmetic bottle. We had probably 300 bottles sent to our house and yeah. everyone just wants to run them in the plastic BPA bottles yeah. that you see. And yeah. that comes down to the production lines. They're optimized for that. That's the standard. So it's really easy for them to run it in mass quantities, low overhead. We thought, look, if we're putting all this effort into having a transparent product and a brand and, and we want people to understand what they're taking, we can't just put it in a normal plastic bottle. That's not good enough. Um, so we thought, okay, it needs to be in glass, it needs to feel premium, it needs to be transparent. And we also wanted to make sure it was something that protected the integrity of the product. So we ended up finding a frosted glass jar. Um, so it, it shields from the light, but you can also see what's inside, which was perfect. Um, but getting that done on a production line was, was very hard. 
So we sourced the bottle. We had a label made separately to, to fit perfectly on that bottle. Yeah. Um, and kind of interesting backstory. We knew we wanted to have like pops of metallic to create a really nice feel for the label. And we, we probably searched 50 label companies trying to get one to be able to do it. If we um, had 300 bottles in our house, we must have had 3,000 label samples. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so if you ever need like to look for a nice chocolate chip cookie label, we have all Fantastic. the references you need. Um, and, and so we finally found someone that could do the label, a great partner down in Florida. And then we had to find someone that could run the bottle on their line and, and seal it properly which was according to biggest. standards, which was the biggest thing. I So we finally... And again, we knew nothing about how to do any of this. We'd never yeah, done it before. It um, so we were figuring it out as we go. And so we finally get all the, we aggregate everything. It's all at the facility. They tell me, oh, it'll be a week or two. We'll have a chip, no problem. Um, and so we find out that the caps that we had bought for the bottles didn't automatically seal the way we thought they would with a heat press because of the, the glass. Um, and so that's what happens of, when you repurpose yeah. a cosmetic bottle for this. Yeah, because <laughs> cosmetic bottles don't have, they don't need the same level of seal. Gotcha. And so what we had to do was actually find, so we had this huge problem with the bottler and we were facing a massive delay. At one point they wanted to just scrap the bottle and we really stuck to our laurels and we had to get creative. Um, and, and I think it was one of the cooler things that we've done. I know I probably like cried myself to sleep yeah. a few nights about it, but finally we were able to find the right, cap. the right, it wasn't even the right cap. We had to find a cap insert that was the same size as our cap that could be sealed independently of the cap. That was kind of the work through. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, but you know, so, that's yeah, what you do. Like if you have a vision, you, you have to... Yeah. We just weren't willing to compromise on it. Yeah, and it. so it, it took a little longer and I lost a lot of sleep about it. But finally we were able to figure it out. And, and I mean, the, the thing that with all the work that we put into it and all the people that we talked to, we started with only 200 bottles. Um, yeah. So I know like when we would go back and talk to our professors who, I mean, we couldn't, we wouldn't be here without our professors. Yeah. I think it's like mm -hmm. one thing to say, we kind of have all the access to people who have run VCs and started their own businesses. And that's been invaluable, but they were like, how did you guys do this with only 200 bottles? <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> but so like, well, we're not really so, sure. So walk me through the total uh, process of getting, you know, cherry to bottle and where where we are in the u.s and kind of the whole oh yeah so yeah. i mean this is not First, an option maybe just like before like just like for just a frame of reference private labeling you call up the company you say i want this product they make a label for you and it gets shipped to your door yeah that's private yeah. labeling yeah okay so. so the cherries are grown in michigan they're dehydrated in michigan they're sent to a facility in utah in mm -hmm. utah they're encapsulated then we have the bottles coming from New York, the labels coming from a company in Florida. And then we get, so we get the capsules, the label, the bottle shipped to the bottling company, which is in Florida as well. Mm -hmm. um, the one, the, the one, one simple, yeah. <laughs> simple thing in our supply chain right now. Then, <laughs> then we have the bottles completed in Florida and sent to us. And then we also send some of the bottles that get sent to us to a facility for shipping for our online orders. Um, one of the things that we have been able to do for, for future product runs is that we brought the, that, the bottling process to New York so that we can have a closer eye on it. 
Yeah. So um, all subsequent orders are going to be done at a facility. That means the same specifications. We just want it to be a little bit closer to home. Um, yeah. I know, like if you draw out it, it logistically on a map, it's yeah. an absolute disaster. And I mean, that's something if that... you're an investor yeah. or an angel that's interested in us, we know that this sounds ridiculous <laughs> and that we're working but, on getting it. Yeah, to. you're working on optimizing that, but... You can't like do it, it without volume. Show, yeah, and it just, it just shows like how out of the way you guys have gone to make a killer product. I mean, I think, you, it, know? you know, it's, we're super proud, it's, um, we're super proud of it right yeah. now. I mean, like it's, for the first, you know, the number one thing for us, it's like, you know, I recently, like, you know, just became kind of like a little obsessed with design. Um, and and you know, we want that to be like a big part of the bottle itself because, you know, just speaking to our, our kind of, uh, our values, just like, you know, this is a bottle that I don't want you to hide. I don't want this. This isn't a product that you should hide. You know, I hate the feeling of like going into your backpack yeah, and like, opening something yeah, up. Yeah, hiding your Jack 3D. Right. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> wanted to create something that looks better on your kitchen counter than it does in your bathroom, like, you know, medicine cabinet. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, we really, we were able to do that, which is super, you know, we're proud of that. Um, yeah. A lot of it comes back to like who our customers are too and who we're working with. So we knew, look, if we're working with these awesome studios and these yeah. amazing retail locations and they have great products and their studios are impeccable, we need something that can match. And, yeah. um, you know, it takes a while to create something that's special, but I think now we're at a point where we can look at it and no one's saying, you know, this wouldn't look good on our shelves. Yeah, I mean, and that, that goes back, like, you know, that first day that we walked into uh, Bespoke and we look at the space, we're like, this is a beautiful space. I mean, yeah. like, just the design that goes into it, like, this is this is gorgeous. And, and it's, it's definitely, you know, it's the cream of the crop, but I mean, that's definitely a common thread in kind of the studio market right now is, yeah. you know, people don't just want to go in and, and spin on a bike or, you know, take a, take a class somewhere else. Like, it's, it's about creating a really nicely designed space. Yeah. And, you know, I guess what really, you know, is a differentiator about what we're doing in terms of our distribution is, you know, where we are selling products through boutique fitness studios, which is definitely, you know, a little, it's kind of like the Wild West, you know, it's it, the studio market's really new, so it's, it's not really been done before or on a big scale. We needed to make sure that we had a product that, you know, as good as it was, looked even better so that it could fit in with these really beautifully designed spaces. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because that would, you know, none of these places are going to put a plastic bottle yeah. on their shelves when they've spent all this time, you know, creating this beautiful aesthetic kind of experience. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, as you guys know, I've, I've shared this with you. I personally am like just anti-supplement mm -hmm. because, you know, I, I just, I don't trust it. I don't, I don't trust the people making it. I don't trust the process. I mean, just hearing what you guys talked about with private labeling, you know, totally confirms like my, you know, kind of, um, problems with it. So I literally, you know, I don't take any supplements. I don't, uh, I don't promote supplements. I, I just, I, I don't trust it. Right. But sitting here with you guys, hearing the process, you know, having these incredible, U.S. made, like, you know, your first part is one ingredient, right? Yeah. Which I think is awesome, right? Why add all these BS pr proprietary ones and, like, all this extra crap when, look, we just want, you know, the... We just you want, want the stuff that's going to make it. You want whole foods. You want whole foods. Whole food, plant-based. I think that one of our <laughs> biggest challenges for this... We've only really started calling ourselves, like, a supplement company. 
uh, you know, maybe three or four weeks ago. Yeah. Before that, like, you know, we knew that that was a big problem. Yeah. And, and we also knew that the ingredients that we're using and the ingredients, you know, this is our first product. We're coming out with our second product, but like, you know, this is a testament to what the rest of them should be. They're going to be simple, single, you know, you know, maybe one or two, yeah. three ingredient max products that are all plant-based whole foods. Yeah. And so like for on our website, this was like the biggest issue. It's like, you know, that value proposition that you see when you first go onto a website, we were trying to come up with any possible combination of words that didn't say supplement yeah. and it just made it too confusing. Yeah. People are like, you know, well, what, 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 what actually are you selling? Yeah. And we're like, well, they're plant-based nutrition products and they're this and that. And it's like, you know, you know what, like, let's stop trying to beat around the bush. Yeah. Let's, you know, embrace the fact that, you know, we are a good supplement company yeah. and we're using plant-based whole foods. Um, that's yeah. So, just, so I sit here and talk with you guys, right? And I know the whole process from, from cherry to, you know, the sale, right? Mm -hmm. I know the whole process, you know, talk with you guys, like hear about how you've gone out of your way to like make the best product. So I would totally be open to, mm -hmm. you know, taking this, but how do you get that message out to everybody? How do you have that level of transparency? Not with just people you meet and sit down with like me, but to the masses so that they, they know this story of like, you know, this is the best you can get in this is, you know, we've gone out of our way to do so. And how do you, how do you like establish yeah. that trust? Um, yeah, I think I can speak to that pretty well. So, I mean, we haven't mentioned it up until this point, but um, our first partner was um, a, a retail location there in Porter Square in Cambridge called Cambridge Naturals. Um, so we, we owe them a lot. We owe them <laughs> everything. Yeah. Like, so we, I went in there um, probably around September and I just like immediately knew this was where our product should be. You go in there, it's light. They have skylights with hanging plants. They every it, un, the vibe they create is unbelievable, and they've yeah. been in business for over forty years. Um, the owner, his name's Michael. Um, he started. He was one of the founding members of Cambridge Local First, um, f uh, promoting small businesses in the area, and he's just he's about to be inducted into the Natural Products Expo Hall of Fame. So he's, Which he, he wouldn't have thought twice. That's a yeah. Now that we've <laughs> that's, a real, that's a real, that's, that's a big deal. That's and now so, a goal of yours yeah. to, <laughs> to get to the hall. And so we kind of, I went in there just on a whim. We were kind of at a roadblock and, and, um, I kind of worked up like the bravery to finally ask for the, the supplement person's contact information. And his name is, is Zach. And so I shot him an email and didn't really expect much from it. And he got back to me really quickly and we set up a meeting. Well, at that's the, a first. That's, we were, yeah, it was crazy. I, I didn't know what to do. And um, so we had the meeting and he, we walk into the meeting and he's like, oh yeah, I figured I invited Michael, the owner, and um, yeah. to sit in on the meeting with us. And so we didn't have, this was like even pre-Tart Cherry, pre-everything. Yeah, yeah. We were like, hey, we have this vision for what we want to do. <laughs> yeah. And they were probably like, these kids are ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but so they gave us the time of day and, and sat with us and we kind of continued meeting with them maybe every two weeks. And it's funny to look back on now because now we get coffee with, with Michael and hang out with Zach all the time. And we finally the other day asked Michael, like, why did you keep talking to us through all yeah. this time? He was like, I just knew you guys like weren't going to quit. You were going to yeah. work your hardest to create something. Um, and you t did it the right way and I wanted to support you. Um, so yeah, so we started, um, 
I'm kind of that was like a total tangent, yeah, yeah, yeah. But total no, tangent, but a good I mean, yeah. The idea so of that it, is yeah. It goes to like another one, like the values, like let's not just like create great products, let's put them in places where we think people should go, mm. um, and in, in that way do a little bit of self-regulation. It's like you know we don't want our products kind of sitting in like a GNC or around the shelves of yeah. vitamin shop. It's like Cambridge Natural is a really great place where you know you go in there and they know exactly what they're talking about and they're not going to sell you a product based on a profit margin yep. and I don't care if you're going in there to buy our tart cherry product or you're just you know or we just sent you there and you find another really great product to go it's just places like that that kind of lend an air to I think credibility to the mm. user when you go in there it's like we're not just kind of throwing our name out and trying to get our product into anyone that'll take us it's you know maybe it's Maybe, you know, I think a lot of people would be like, well, you know, you're a young company and you make money, maybe you should, but it's like, let's, this is how we're going to kind of like build our credibility so that we don't have to yeah. necessarily yeah. explain the story on the one on one level every time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, what we do kind of, it started with Cambridge Naturals. I mean, so we, we developed the product with them. Over time, we met their entire staff. Um, we worked, so Michael and Zach are now on our board of advisors. So we work really intimately with them. So, I mean, they know us. They know the story of the product. They know where it comes from. They can explain to people what it's for. And, I mean, it really starts with that. So now we're up to 10 different locations. And so we have four retail stores. We've gone through pretty much the same cycle with them. They're all amazing independent health food stores with staff that really care about the integrity of what they sell. Um, the studios that we work with are are the top-notch studios in the area, the ones that have instructors with really personal connections to their clientele that aren't just going to sell someone because it's going to make the studio a little money. They care about their clients. Um, and then we have a, a retail partner based out of San Francisco um, called Primal Goods Company. We started a partnership with them recently, and they basically aggregate all the best products on the market and, and sell them um, online. Um, so it's an exciting new market for us. but. Before they ever started selling it, uh, I had multiple phone calls with the owner. I yeah. gave him a sample. He's had chronic ankle pain um, stemming from surgeries when he was younger. So he tested out the product. It was like, you know, I couldn't get out of bed before wincing, without wincing yeah. before. And, and so now he can like, communicate that, that message to his <laughs> yeah. clientele too. So ultimately, over time, um, we're going to need to do a better job of, of making that process quicker. Yeah. And um, especially when it comes to the online platform, making sure to communicate as much information as possible. But um, so we start with the understanding of the owners. We also support the products so almost every day of the week. We do a demo. Yeah. This afternoon, we'll be at Cambridge Naturals. So we want to make sure that people know us. We're behind the product. They can they can trust yeah. us. Everyone that buys a product, you know, gets our business. Card. My phone number is on the bottle. Yeah. If yeah. you buy the bottle, you you automatically have my phone number. Yeah. Um, we talk to so people don't put all it day. On. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, that's we're trying to do these little things and make us as transparent as possible. Um, yeah. So so the approach kind of is finding these retail partners that are as passionate and informed about the product as, as you guys are so that they can yeah. translate that to the customer and the other, instead that. of sitting on a shelf in a thousand GNCs and the people selling it have, having no yeah. connection to the product and, and no, you know, don't really care what they're selling. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the other, <laughs> the other thing, yeah. I mean, that that's like a half of the equation because it's like now we're just starting to unlock or you know really navigate the waters of how do you how do you use social media to also communicate this message in a way that's so diff atypical from how the supplement industry usually goes it's like how we know that the influencer model is is super effective and yeah. so like what we have to do is 
is like try and turn a blind eye to something that we know works so well that we know is like, you know, find, you know, someone with, you know, a couple thousand followers, pay them or, you know, send them product, beg them to promote it. And what we found on the ground, like talking to a lot of the instructors, it's like, you know, people or, you know, these people, they don't even take the product. You yeah. know, they, they don't try the product and so they're on a payroll or, you know, for whatever reason, they're a sponsored athlete and it means nothing. And so it's like now, how can we create, you know, how can we actually communicate our genuine message on social media, get the word out a little bit bigger than what we can do in just like the local level without um, kind of, uh, you know, without... Yeah, without just having this influencer yeah. that's trying to get a percentage and so we'll, of the sale. And, and exactly. so actually finding real ambassadors of the product. And that, that's the will. beauty of, yeah. I think, like our process is like this collaborative process. It's like what we're doing is we're inviting, you know, Influencers, if you will, I mean, influencers and non-influencers. We're talking to the instructors and we're talking to the members at you know different studios. And what we're trying to do is invite them into the product design process and make them a part of our company, so that you know they're they f we're not only creating products that we know people need, but that people feel com are comfortable with and they've been a part of. So now we don't have to go and you know, find random in, you know, instructors with a couple thousand followers and say, hey, here's this great product, can you please promote it for us? It's like, hey, you helped us make this product. Like, they're part, like, they're a stakeholder yeah. in our company, and, and what we found is that, you know, they're, the product is getting promoted very naturally without yeah. us having to do any of the things that are, you know, yeah, very so cool. disingenuine. Very um, cool, yeah. So what is, so we get the tertiary, what's, what's next on the docket? You guys got a protein coming out, right? So talk to us, uh, about uh, you know what's in the protein and, and how you kind of decided on on that next. Yeah, so I mean, when we started with the tar cherry, we knew that's a product that's a little bit niche that not everyone's familiar with, and we wanted something that that was that. I mean, in school we learned kind of focus on a niche, create something that's new and different, and then you can kind of make the move to the to the mainstream or things that are more accessible over time. And so we thought that kind of the logical next step is to create something that's differentiated and unique and awesome, but is also something that people are a little more familiar with. Yeah. Um, and so we started looking for a really innovative protein product that kind of stuck to a lot of the things that were important to us. And so we were actually fortunate enough, like we really can't speak enough about how awesome our network is and how much support we've gotten from them. Um, but so Cam's parents, his, his stepdad's med school roommate, has actually been formulating proteins for 20 years. Um, yeah. For taste. <laughs> for, for, for taste, taste. at that. So, you know, yeah. how, many, okay. how many proteins have you had that, you know, you're like, or, or how many plant-based proteins have you tried that are like, eh. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. we ran on another gold mine. They're yeah, like and so and yeah, yeah. we started working with him to kind of help us develop this awesome product. Um, he preached or started introducing us to pumpkin seeds as the source and so we knew we wanted to have a single source protein um, and pumpkin seeds are an awesome base they're way more nutritious they have a variety of nutrition uh, kind of like what you were speaking about earlier um, and they're plant-based obviously and single source yeah. so the big problem with plant-based proteins right now is uh, kind of like back to the shady supplement industry yeah. for a second is they'll call it a plant-based protein and there's a few different types of plant proteins so there's like pea sprout hemp whatever it might be yeah, and they're there's, just throwing a bunch of it yeah in there. and what they'll do is they'll market whatever 
the most favorable ingredient is perceived as. So hemp protein is kind of popular right now. We'll use that as an example. They'll have hemp protein and it'll have hemp protein in it, but it'll also have pea, sprouts, soy protein, things that yeah. are cheaper. Um, yeah. And what happens is that dilutes the product. It makes it super hard for your stomach to absorb and digest. Um, it makes it a lot more complex. It's not as easy to break down and you can't get the nutrients out of it. Um, and they do that just kind of for the sake of efficiency and yeah. to keep costs down. And so we noticed that early on as like a big, big problem. And the other problem was that people were just taking protein as kind of an afterthought. They would take it after a workout, um, not really think about like um, a big thing with the trainers too is they would be drinking juices before class and things like that. And it's just not right to be taking a protein after. We wanted something that was more versatile. And so maybe you want to talk about kind of yeah, the I mean, product itself. Going back to the ground, you know, talking to the people that we've been talking to and then you know, staying yeah. true to our process, it was, you know, like what, what's, what's the deal with proteins and, uh, you know, too heavy, you know, hard to digest. I'm feeling bloated, uh, you know, I don't really want to build muscle like that. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and so we were like, okay, let's create a, or let's come up with a super dynamic protein, if you will, something that you can you know, that's going to give you all the nutrition you need. It's not going to weigh you down. So, you know, you're about to go teach a class or take a class, but you skip lunch today. You can drink this as a pre-workout. Yeah. You know, drink it before your workout. It's not going to bother your stomach. And yeah. give your yeah. body everything you need. And then, you know, drink it again after your workout if you want. Yeah. Um, so what we've done is, you know, the single source thing is really important. It's just the pumpkin seeds. <clears throat> Easy to digest. <coughs> Excuse me. We've added digestive enzymes easier to digest yeah. you know let's get you know get rid of the bloating we've also added nine essential vitamins and minerals that are typically missing from uh first a vegan diet yeah. so and then second most of the typical modern american diet yeah and also a full serving of branch chain amino acids so this is really you know it's it's your full meal but it's super light it's gluten grain sugar wheat soy dairy free like you know it's all the good stuff it needs to be it's 134 calories and it's 24 grams of protein so it's like whether or not you're um you know not trying to gain muscle or build, build a lot yeah. of muscle is perfect if you are it you know it's it's a lean it's just a lean protein it's going to yeah. work for you um and you can drink it whenever you want um, i love i love that it has b12 in it so yeah. that's kind of a big issue with um you know, plant-based diets or, you know, supposedly we don't, we don't get B12 anymore because we used to get it from soil. Um, and when you like, you know, had fruit or vegetables from the soil, you get your B12 in the soil. But now with modern processes, we don't get B12 in our produce because we wash and sterilize everything. So that's like a big issue for people on plant-based diets. So you guys have what, like 200%, 400% in one serving. (laughs) So that's beautiful. The, The other thing I love is and this is with the tartary too, but the protein, it's like these supplements, like not that you would, but like I can, I could take that whole bottle of tartary and like, I wouldn't like have any real adverse effects. Like it's cherries. Right. And just like the protein, it's just, it's, you know, it's pumpkin seeds, right? Try try taking a whole bottle of ibuprofen. (laughs) Like you literally die. So, or you take like, you know, if, if you were to have like a bunch of whey protein shakes, like you'd freaking be in the throw up. For the next yeah. yeah. So I just love that about the products. It's just like, take it anytime. You know, there's no like overdose sort of thing yeah. going on, you know? 
Uh, no, so that's really to be cool. Like as you know, as least as less whatever, little invasive as yeah. possible because you know it's meant to be incorporated <laughs> in your life. Uh, yeah. You know, work life, gym life, whatever that yeah. may be. It's just it's not gonna you know it's never gonna be that thing that you have to take or you have to, or you know is gonna like shh, you know like, oh man if I take this now then it's gonna screw this up and I can't take it later. Yeah. It's just. I mean, it's yeah. like drinking water. Yeah. You know, make it that yeah, easy. It's, yeah. Yeah. I think a big part of that too, um, or kind of the process and why we created the products like that is we just saw how people's lifestyles are changing. So, I mean, plant-based is a huge part of it, but I mean, even beyond that, people's work, life, gym, everything's coming together. Um, and so we wanted to create something that was convenient, versatile, and, and like Cam said, could be taken at any point. Um, yeah. And that, that really just like, we wanted to take any barrier to entry that people had with the supplement industry and, and just kind of turn it on its head. Yeah. And I, I think that's what we've created. And um, we're also doing a lot to try to bring all those stakeholders, bring everything together and really unite it because health and wellness, it just shouldn't be disjointed. Yeah. There's no reason to have everything be separate. Like, let's bring it all together. Let's create something that really just integrates perfectly into your lifestyle. Yeah, I love that. I'm, I'm excited to try the, the protein. The protein. Yeah. I really am. So what is, um, so you get cherry, you get protein. What's kind of, do you have another, a third product on the horizon? We have two yeah, products we have two. that were, cons- two and a half products, I'd say. <laughs> that um, well, we were working with, uh, we were working with this girl named Margo Malone. She's on the, she's on the high performance front team for the BAA and she, yeah took the cherry powder and turned them into gummy bears the other day. And they're the most mature looking gummy bears you've ever seen. <laughs> but so, you know, that that's like, you know, just an idea where like we showed it to a bunch of people. Everyone's like, wow, those are super cool. So we're, we're thinking maybe that there's there's a something there to go with. Yeah, that's cool. Um, the other two, we have, um, we, want to, we still want to do our, our all-natural kind of plant-based pre-workout. And the base of that is going to be beetroot. Yeah. The idea, it's not really, you know, it's not going to make you, enter, it's not here to, give you a lot of energy per se, but it's here to, you know, it's a nitric oxide booster. Yeah. So just, you know, increase that time to exhaustion, make things a little bit easier for you uh, while you're going. It opens up your blood vessels. Yeah, you're not you getting know. hopped up on caffeine. You're not, you're you're not going to be shaking. You're just getting yeah. that kind of <laughs> yeah. natural NO kind of. No, no heart, yeah. you know, implications. So super easy that way. And then, uh, you know, also turmeric is, uh, you know, it's, it's a very, it's obviously a very hot ingredient right now. We, yeah. you know, we introduced our tart cherry and, and it, for us, it's the turmeric replacement in mm. that it's easier to absorb. You know, you only need to take it once and it works. Whereas, you know, turmeric does have to build up in your system over time. Um, with that said, turmeric is a, obviously an incredible natural anti-inflammatory. Yeah. Um, what we want to do is create the very best version of it. Yeah. Um, with uh, you know probably one one two other ingredients and then uh, a new way of making it a little bit more absorbable, which is typically yeah. black pepper. But we want to find something a little bit more innovative. Um, and the idea behind that would then be that's your kind of daily maintenance for dealing with all things kind of inflammation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know you bring in the tart cherry to kind of deal with everything else. You know your workouts, your you know wake up with a stiff neck and you you know it's really hurting that day. Pop you know one or two of these and and you know you know, have that kind of be a perfect complement to it. Yeah. Um, but that's cool. So, so where can, uh, we're, we're kind of, we're getting low on time here, but, uh, where can people find you, reach out to you guys? Um, 
you know, buy the products online? Where can we where yeah, can, definitely. Where can we get a hold of you? <clears throat> so we put a lot of effort. We also built our website from scratch by ourselves, which was a huge process. Um, but I think we're better for it. We were really able to communicate who we are. Um, and what we stand for and we have total control over the content which is awesome so that's vitalfitnutrition.com you can also find us on instagram vitalfit underscore nutrition and then almost a four thousand followers yeah we're very excited (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so we're starting it and definitely like dm us on on instagram for sure um also i mean even if you go on our website if you click the bars that my personal email linkedin everything is on there so you can get in touch with me that way um, and then on the retail side of things, I mentioned Primal Goods Company is online. Um, and then the retail establishments that we work with are Cambridge Naturals in Porter Square, Good Health Natural Food, which is actually right around the corner here in Quincy, um, the Natural Food Exchange up in Reading. They have an awesome new owner, Crystal. She's been, she's been terrific. And then we actually expanded to Western Mass Cornucopia Foods out in Northampton. Which for anyone. Northampton. <laughs> yeah. Totally different. I'm a New York City um, kid in Northampton. It was wild. So yeah, check us out if you're in Western Mass um, Cornucopia, another really cool independent health food store. And then on the studio side of things, um, we've been working with Bespoke, which we mentioned since yeah, so day we one. We do a lot of pop-ups with them right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And, um, but then we also have a couple that we're directly selling through at the moment. We're doing Vim down in Cambridge, Vim Fitness. We have Brick Boston, kind of a really nice CrossFit gym that we're working with. Um, and Physique <clears throat> Boston, uh, great ownership over there. They focus mainly on personal training. Um, and then we also have a, a loose partnership. We started working with um, Extend Bar in Newberry. Mm-hmm. So the owner, Amanda, who is, is the best, um, <laughs> she joined us on a panel at Reebok um, last week. With We had the owners of Bespoke and Cambridge Naturals as well, raised some money for inner city weightlifting. But So that's a franchise, so we can't sell on site, but we have been doing some pop-ups there as well. Um, and so, yeah, you kind of, you'll you see us busy. anywhere. We're yeah, so, yeah, we're working on expanding our partnerships too. And a big part of our learning now is like just understanding every studio workout. So we started with spinning um, and there's even like running studios popping up now and Pilates yeah. bar, understanding the nuances of each and, and really getting kind of a total stranglehold on yeah. what those workouts do to our body, what people need to supplement for each individual workout how our existing products apply to those workouts because ultimately it just comes back to, to educating people as best as possible. Yeah. Our latest project is uh, an instructor think tank that we've been putting together. So mm-hmm. we've been kind of grabbing, uh, or not grabbing, reaching out to uh, really some of like, the top instructors in Boston right now that work at all the different studios from the privately owned ones all the way through Equinox and Barry's Boot Camp. And, and we're you know, putting together a panel where we, you know, on, on regularly can just reach out to these you know 10 or so people you know meet up with them in the city and develop products with um, you know get feedback on products so on and so forth and and so that's kind of going to help fuel our, our product cool. line going forward which we're pretty excited about but all our partners are on our website so cool check them yeah, out yeah we have everything on the website um, and yeah any questions from any listeners at all we're Nice. Shoot us an email. Any ideas? If you want to work with us, we'd love to work with you. Like, can't stress that enough. Like, we we're going to grab like three cups of coffees today with with different people. We're going to be hydrated (laughs) or dehydrated. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So uh, I got one more question for you. Definitely. But before that, I just want to salute you guys for the journey you're on. Like, just uh, you know, the, the the supplement industry, as we've talked about, is just so 
mysterious to to people and there's so many people out there putting things in their body that they just have no idea what they're putting in and you know you guys with this kind of new transparent plant-based approach to everything is just like super cool and just the fact that you guys have gone you know in one year from you know i i understand the the, the hardships <laughs> to get to where you guys have gotten and just sticking it out and, and putting your head down and getting it done so uh kudos to you guys thank um, you, thank you, what thank you're doing you. is amazing and i'm totally gonna like i'm getting back into supplements now i think you know? <laughs> <laughs> but but only vital fit supplements um but uh so <clears throat> I'll alter this last question I, I ask every guest, but I'll, I'll alter it slightly. So um, this is obviously the Eat Green, Make Green podcast. Um, I believe that eating plant-based, uh, eating green, puts me in the best position to succeed at whatever it is I do. Um, and I define kind of the make green portion of that as whatever my goals are at that certain time. Um, so I would ask you guys, what does make green mean to you? So why do you guys... Um, make these green plant-based supplements. What's kind of the what's kind of the driving force behind it? Yeah, I mean, I think that it comes down to for it's a lot. It's very personal. I think in a lot of ways, it's it's also looking at kind of like our health and wellness culture as a whole, the way it's shifting, our workout culture shifting, where it's you know it's not about picking things up and putting them down. It's not about getting you know as slim as you know as possible so as fast as possible yeah. um, it's really about kind of creating a very well balanced body and lifestyle to go along with it and I think that that was something typically lacking in in your traditional kind of products that you see at like your big box retailers um, for me when I injured myself last year you know I haven't been able to lift a weight in years I kind of you know transformed my whole approach to fitness and it's very I think in line with kind of the the studio culture and and with those workouts which I think really do create that very balanced body that, that you know you're able to kind of just wake up in the morning and not feel like crap mm -hmm. um, you're able to kind of move through your day and your workout without you know feeling like you know the world is on your the weight of the world is on your shoulders um, and I think that I you know from what we found you know from how I feel by just kind of taking plant-based supplements um, you know that's that's kind of like I think our way of, of contributing to that, that sure, movement. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I think for me, um, and, and it started back with my parents' business, I kind of saw how they could develop a community and kind of through business, like make positive change, bring community together, um, impact people's lives. And, and even I was working in real estate before this a little bit. And for me, that was always the coolest part is seeing you can help people with such a big decision in their life and see how much it impacts them. And I think that this has shares that, that same thing. We get testimonials from people all the time, people reaching out with emails, um, talking about how much this has transformed their life. One woman that we met at Cambridge Naturals, she was like, oh, I didn't used to be able to run outside. I am going to be able to dance at a wedding. And, and just hearing that feedback is so powerful and it just kind of makes the whole process worthwhile. So I think for us, just making, and, and then even the other day, someone, she had a corn allergy and she can't find supplements that work for her and our tartaria and our protein are going to be corn free. And so she can find something that benefits her life that wouldn't have existed without us. Um, and so I think that just creating that value is is what's so powerful and what's really like keeps us going every day yeah. um and just being able to like drive positive change in our community and really 
build that network and and i mean especially with the events we've done to like bring everyone together and, and it's it's more than just us yeah. it's really I mean, about i guess like, like to connect all that it's like you know we want to be kind of like a, a mobilizing force if you will you know we want to empower <clears throat> kind of other people that are just starting out and, and you know obviously you know trying to be an entrepreneur in kind of the fitness and the health and wellness industry you know we want to work with them and help them we also want to just you know work with all the various kind of stakeholders in in the industry and, and let's bring them together to kind of create that that self-regulating industry change and, and that positive change in the industry awesome. um, that's, I love it uh, yeah. yeah so I love that's, it. Kind that's of, awesome guys that's it but um yeah thank we you. also just wanted to thank you so much for yeah. bringing us on um I, we kind of met by chance through yeah. um through our network, uh, Kaylin, thank you for bringing us together. Yeah, thank you, Kaylin. <laughs> um, it's also it, been a long, oh my God, a year-long goal for us to be on a podcast. And it took two tries. Yeah, this is our tries. crowning moment. Um, and we knew the second round was going to be... I think this was, was better. Be better. I think yeah. it was better. Yeah. Um, a little more comfortable <laughs> environment. And yeah, so just thank you for having us. And your mission is awesome. We'd love to continue to support you too. And um, yeah, any listeners reach out with anything at all. Cool. Thanks, guys. Pleasure. For those that are interested in adopting a plant-based lifestyle, you're in luck. That's what I do. I work with men and women all over the world to adopt this lifestyle, to heal inflammation, to get off their medications and treat their health at the source, which is with diet and lifestyle. My program called Seven Weeks for the Rest of Your Life is designed to teach you exactly how to transition into a healthier lifestyle. And I give you all the tools, all the resources, everything you need to adopt this lifestyle and apply it to your life for years to come. For more information on my course, pop over to eatgreenmakegreen.com slash coaching. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Have a great week. <music>